coming to you from the trenches of blue collar America, the place where the wheels of America are kept turning and turning. It's the Blue Collar Success Network, hosted by blue collar business coach, author and speaker, Jerry Eisenhower with CBC Coaching. Take it away, Jerry. Hey, and thanks for coming in with me again this week. Got a great subject matter we're going to talk about. It's actually one of the hottest topics going. And if you're running a business, you're trying to hire people, you're trying to run a crew that gets to your dreams. This is a new word for you. It's a word you want to key into and concentrate on. And it's a word that a couple years ago nobody talked about. And what I'm talking about is called the culture. The culture of your company. Your company culture. And what's your company culture? Your company culture is your people. Your company culture is the type of products that you're producing. Your culture is how is your product, your service, benefiting mankind? You see, that's what so many people want today. They're looking for a company that not only provides them a service, but they're making a difference in the world. So think for yourself for a minute, what's your culture? What's your culture all about? What are you doing for your community that says you're a great corporate citizen? You know, in Blue Collar America, we don't often think about culture and how do we speak to our community. But you see, the whole thing is the way you speak to your community, that's going to be the way that your company accepts the person that you are. You see, what you're doing is you're waiting to be invited into the customer's home front. What's the home front? That's when you step across that threshold into your customer's home. Or maybe you pull into their yard, into their driveway. It just depends on what kind of service, what kind of products that are within your realm of products and service that you're offering. It's all about your culture. You see, what people want is, people want a company that when they do business with, they get a real good feeling after it's over with. They know they were served well, but they also know that the money they've invested in fixing up things around their home, repairing, adding things, whatever, has been spent with people that have the right culture, the right outlook on life. They're making a difference. They're making a change in this world. And today, Cheryl's joining me again. Cheryl's my wife. She's a Ziegler coach. But I asked, I asked Cheryl to come in here while we're recording this. So Cheryl, what I'd like for you to do is tell a little bit, when we say the word culture, what does that mean to share life's hour? You're a coach. You own a manufacturing company. Tell me about culture and what culture means to you this day and time. Nowadays, you have to deal with your community, your employees, your friends. You have all of these work into an intricate system in what I consider culture the way you perceive yourself, the way you perceive others, the product you produce, and how people perceive the product. With this, I think the generations look at it as a touch thing, a see, a feel, and we all get we all get feelings from what we see and touch. And with when you get a bad feeling, um, or it is with me and a lot of other people, it's hard to get rid of it. So you have to portray the correct culture at all times to employees, again, like I said, friends, business, other businesses, your community. And I think we find a lot of that not happening. I think every it seems like 
in a lot of business, it's every man for himself, and it's not anymore. It's a community situation. You are part of the community. You are part of the business world. So let me change fronts. Not as a coach, not as an employer, not as a person who runs a manufacturing entity like IBD is. I want you to approach it from the aspect of the customer and someone coming in our home, someone providing services for us. Let's face it, neither you or I do a lot around our house. We hire people. We have someone comes in that cleans the house. We're pretty busy, and I travel a lot, okay? So the situation is, I love to work in the yard. I just simply don't have the time. I don't have the time to do it any longer. Hey, the fresh air would do me good. The exercise would do me good. But I can't service my clients riding around on a John Deere tractor mowing my grass. So tell me what culture is to you when someone comes into our home and they're going to provide us services. What kind of culture turns you on? And tell me the kind of culture that turns you off. I'm not there a lot of times when the people come in. So part of the culture or what I'm looking for is somebody that I can respect, somebody that I can feel comfortable with coming into my home while I'm not there. And like you said, you travel a lot. So when somebody, when I am home, and especially a man approaches the door, I want to know that he is representing the business. I want him to be very professional. I don't want to get caught up wondering if I'm going to get mugged when he walks through the door. Again, you're not there a lot. So with that, I don't have the defenses that most people would. And so it's nice to, when you're the homeowner, to get what you're looking for. I mean, if I want X amount done that I'm paying X amount for, I think that's what I expect. I mean, I expect to pay for what I get. And I look for those kind of people. I do, I'm pretty picky when it comes to people that are going to be coming into our house if I've got a choice. Okay, let's dig a little deeper. You said a key thing. In our lives, my business requires me to travel. And I may be home for a week. I may be gone for a week. It's almost my travel is such sometimes you don't even know where I'm going next week, right? I try not to some weeks, but other than that. Yeah. So as a person in that situation, you're a professional business owner. You've got a busy life. You do coaching. You're writing books. From all the aspects of being a woman in that situation, I'm not trying to put you on the spot as a woman. What is the aspect? Because here's what happens. Most blue-collar contractors deal with the woman more than the man. That's who they're more commonly going to interact to. So as that woman, tell me a little more about this culture of the company that's going to impress you and the service states that are going to impress you to the point that you're going to tell other people how great they were. What's those things that turn you on? What are, what are those culture aspects? Their professionalism, number one, for me, because I am a professionalist. And I'm a perfectionist, too, So which makes it really hard for people. But I... When someone approaches me, I want them to tell me what they're going to do. I want them to explain to it because, to be honest, I can deal with anything I know. I don't want to be surprised at the end of the job, and I think that's my biggest problem with a lot of people that don't portray their culture. They don't let you know what's going to happen. And so being a woman, I like to... I like to have a conversation with the people before they actually begin the job and become a little more familiar with them. I don't 
particularly want to go into their personal life, but I want to know a little bit more about the business. I want to know if they're going to stand behind their business. I want to know if they do anything with the community. And that's what I was saying earlier. And that used to not be something you ask because nobody ever asked about, do you work with the community? But that's a heartfelt thing. And I, I sense a lot of things. And when I find a negative person, it turns me off of them. That's my biggest pet peeve, I guess, is the negative person. Well, you know, we've got our culture and leadership conference coming up in the middle of June. And that's going to be at Alaron. But I'm going to read a couple a couple quotes here. We've got two other presenters with us, Darren from National Chimney and John from Saver Systems and the Heat Shield. And what they've done, we've asked each of them to give us a quote on culture and what it means to them. And here's what Darren said. This is what culture, this is a Darren quote. Building a winning team starts with the leader and the understanding that he's responsible for creating a culture of success culture of success. That's a pretty strong word. And that means that everybody in that business has got to share that culture vision. John, great guy, known John for years. And this is what John says about it. I believe this once in a life opportunity to attend this is going to be a very powerful and life-changing event for you and your business. Because again, both of these business leaders who are acknowledged in their respective industries as being top level managers, presidents, and really able to influence people, they agree with us that culture is key. Tell me about what you see for this upcoming culture summit that we're doing in Dayton, Ohio. What I'd like to see is people to come out of it with a better understanding of how to portray themselves in their businesses and into their public. So with all of us, we've got four different aspects of the way we're coming in. We're dealing with different generations. We're dealing with different, actually, and when I use this word cultures, in a different sense, we're dealing with different cultures of people. We're dealing with different types of businesses. Uh, I think that's why this one's gonna be really good. It's gonna be a mixture of businesses. But what people need to understand is a business is a business. It doesn't matter if you're a chimney sweep or an HVAC or an electrician. You still have the same values, the same culture, the same core that all the other businesses do. And that's what we're hoping to portray into this is to help you work with your core values and your cultures. Okay. I want to read a quote. This is the quote that you wrote. When you have the knowledge and skills of a leader, you can inspire people to reach for their goals and become the best they can be. And that's written by Cheryl Eisenhower. That's a strong statement. Tell me more. If you can't be a leader, you can't expect anybody to follow you. Leaders are not born. Leaders are made. They believe what they're doing. They strive to get where they're going. You can, you can be one of two things in life. You can lead or you can follow. And we're trying to make these leaders be the best they can be so they can help their employees become better employees and get to the goals that they want. I mean, we see it every day. You have, uh, you have what we call a leader, which they're not. They're the person at the top. And they have a bunch of employees that they don't care what happens to them. 
You know, in your career and in your training, you've been around some pretty influential people, and you've developed a very good relationship with those. You and I are both under training with Larry Wingett right now, but two of the people that you've been under is Tom Ziegler and Julie Norman Ziegler. Or Julie Ziegler Norman, excuse me. That's her proper name, so excuse me, Julie, if I got that wrong. But the thing is, this is the son and the daughter of the immortal Zig Ziegler, right? Correct. And the whole thing is, neither one of them is Zig Ziegler. But at the same time, each of them is a very inspirational person to be around. I know when I listened to Julie speak at a conference we were both at, I was blown away by Julie and the presentation she made at the conference we were in. I believe we were in Dallas, Texas for that. But I was completely blown away. So tell me what it's like when you go to a Ziegler, when you're going to Ziegler, when you went to training as a Ziegler trainer and you went back and became a Ziegler coach, tell me about the culture that Ziegler shared with you and how you try to share that with the other people that you interact with every single day. One of the big thrusts of the Zigglers is just like their dad. They want you to be, as in one of our training classes, the best you can be. They want you to aspire to be the person that you can be, to reach your goals. One of their huge aspects are goals. And so with the goals set in mind, as you work into those, if you have a goal to be a leader, then you pull people into that same goal with you. And so we, the whole deal there, it's theirs is more inner than outer. And it, you're working on the inner person and the feelings and what it takes to become the leader from the inside out. And you know, I think here, what is harder than this world than to grow up and your father or your mother they are well-known. They are the top of their ball game, And I think that anyone would say that Zig Ziglar, during his lifetime, was at the top of their ball game, And his words, will last, his, his words will last forever. Quotes are all over the place. The books he wrote and all of that. And each of them had to rise up in this. But at the same time, they knew they were not going to be Zig Ziglar. They grew up and knew they would be Tom and they would be Julie. And each one of them, in their own way, has become a phenomenal, phenomenal person. And you've interacted with them much closer than I have, by far. I mean, you've been one-on-one -on -one for hours with them. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people do. You may be out there and you look at what I'm going to call the rock stars of your industry. You may be an HVAC and you see people that are running 300, 400 truck operations. And here's the whole thing. Leadership means doing what is right for you. Because running three or 400 trucks, that's not where you want to be, maybe. And if it is, then by God, let's go run three to 400 trucks and put the operation together. The same in any service business. But you said the key thing a while ago, which is it's all about leadership. And here's the whole thing about leadership. The first person you have to lead, would you agree with yourself? The first you have got to leave, but I want to interject one thing here. The one thing we are taught, you were talking about them trying to be like their dad. You can't be anybody else in this world. You need to find your own position and be the person that you can best be. 
you can never ever be or even approach to be anyone else. You are who you are. Their place is taken. You have to make your own. Well, I think that we've covered this really good today. Stevens, it's been a pretty good segment here. Stevens, our producer over there. Stevens going through almost a coaching lesson there every time he goes through this, don't you, Steven? Yep. So anyway, hey, I want to thank you for joining us today. This is Jerry Eisenhower, and that was Cheryl joining me today. And I want to issue you my personal invitation to join us in Dayton, Ohio on June 25th and 21st. That's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And this is Alaron. Look up Alaron. This is a think tank and it is made for small business leaders. I attended a conference there yesterday and we had an opportunity to present our leadership and culture summit there. And that's what we've scheduled it for. If you're interested in attending, check us out on Facebook. You can register online. We have a maximum seating of 90 people. That's right, a maximum seating of 90. That's all we can form in this. In addition to this, we're going to have a leaders, an energy leadership performance assessment that everybody's going to go through. And if you take that assessment alone, that's a $400 value. And we're charging less than that to attend this entire seminar, including your lunch for both days. It's going to be a phenomenal event. What would you add in about what our plans are? Because I think you and I, and I know Darren, and I know John, who are part of our presentation team, and we're really tickled to have them along with us on this. But tell me your vision of what people are going to leave this Aleron event with as far as culture and leadership, Cheryl. I think it's going to be phenomenal. We have approached this from four different angles. Along with the assessment, which will be done, I don't think anybody can walk out of this and be the person they were before they came in. They're not. You know, we did our last leadership conference here in, in February in Concord. And I know it had a profound effect on a lot of people. And I know people left there and they've gone back to their businesses. And some of them had made monumental changes. And I am talking about complete reinventions. It is unreal. Because all of a sudden, they finally came through. And I think the most important thing I learned was when a client walked out and he said, you know, Jerry, I got it. Well, tell me what you got. It's all on me. I can't blame nobody else. And that's what it is about leadership. That's when I think you move to that next level in leadership. When you figure out it's your fault. And you're the person that's going to fix it. And unless you fix it, it ain't going to get fixed. And it may be tough. It's kind of like my point of view on life. My point of view is change is painful. And it is. Change is really painful. But it's up to you to determine how much it's going to hurt. Anything you want to add before we sign out of the segment? My main thing is get your goals, get your culture, get your life and go forward, become a leader, not just the person that sits at the top and writes the checks and has no interaction. That's good. Well, folks, I want you to, I really want to thank you. You have no idea what an honor it is, what a pleasure it is for you to tune in to us. And our whole reason for doing this is we want to make a difference in lives. We want to make a difference in your life, and we want to see you live the dreams but I hate to tell you this, dreaming ain't going to make it there. You're going to have to get to work. You're going to have to work for it. But I can tell you what, when you look back and you see what you've accomplished, you're going to feel awful good in a couple of days, in a couple of years. 
couple months, however long it takes you. So, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. This is Jerry Eisenhower with CBC Coaching, along with Cheryl Eisenhower, also with CBC Coaching. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us here at the Blue Collar Success Network, sponsored by CBC Coaching and hosted each week by coach, speaker, and author Jerry Eisenhower. For more information on the services provided by Jerry and CBC Coaching, look them up at cbccoaching.com. Our mission here at Blue Collar Success Network is to help blue collar pros like you turn your business dreams into your business realities. Let's talk.